Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Good morning and welcome back. We're into the 11 o'clock hour right now. It's 11.05 and 72, 72 degrees right now in downtown Canton. I'm Jordan Miller. Thanks for tuning in this morning. So May, it is... Mental Health Awareness Month. I like to use my platform to shine a light on mental health, mental illnesses, and that it's a real thing and we should actually talk about it. There's this stigma right now that men can't talk about their mental health. And if somebody is suffering with their mental health and they they do speak about it, they just want attention. Well, many of you heard me yesterday and you know how i feel about that when people say oh that person just wants attention well joining us right now we have a doctor who they they're going to share some facts with you on mitigating stress some facts some tips and ways to just work through your mental health and any mental health illness you may be going through joining us right now we have Dr. Monica Vermani on the line with us. Doctor, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you. Thanks for carving out the time for us. So what are some ways that, that people can mitigate stress, doctor? I truthfully believe that one of the biggest stressors for many people is social media right now. That's what I believe. Maybe you, uh, what you see, that doesn't support my thought, but do mm-hmm. you believe that social media is a huge stressor for many everyday people? It's definitely one of them. Stress is when your activity level surpasses your energy level. And activity is mental as well as physical. So we're out there doing our responsibilities, going to work, you know, taking care of children, our self-care habits. But yes, um, activity level is not just physical. Sometimes it's that mental activity of always being on our phones, uh, looking at Instagram, Facebook, comparing our life, watching the news. And so, yes, many people are finding their stress levels higher than usual because they have a tendency to always be plugged into technology and always be plugged into social media. Social media can be stressful because it does make us reflect on our lives in sometimes a negative way as well as makes us look at what we don't have, and we're constantly focused on what we lack than what we have in life. Yeah, yeah, I I agree with that. People are constantly wanting to compare their lives to other people's, which isn't an, an issue that that our, you know, parents or grandparents had, you know, in the 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s. You just went on your everyday life back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, I think when you have less access to seeing all this stuff, you have less stressors in your mind of of comparing your life to where other people are at. You know, right now with the pandemic as well, watching the news also influences the content that we think about. What you focus on expands in your head. And so if you're focusing on negativity, what you're lacking, what you don't have, how you're 
always stressed out, burnt out, don't have enough money, don't have good opportunities, people are doing better than you, you're focused on the negative, it propels and it expands in your mind. And so you tend to feel them a little bit. Your thoughts lead to your moods and your behaviors. And so a negative thought can lead to negative moods and negative behaviors of feeling disheartened about your life. Yeah. So it is important for us to take charge of our thoughts. Life is about replacing one thought with the other, replacing the negative lack, not good enough, with something of gratitude, joy, and what I have working for me instead of what's always off. Exactly. I, I 100% agree with that, doctor, because I know some people who they constantly just look for the negative in something, constantly. And I'm like, okay, now now you're looking for the negative, you're in a bad mood, and then it, it almost sucks out my positive energy um, mm. out of me just being around that as well. Uh, would you say that relationships can be toxic, whether they're friends, family, or just coworkers? Yes. I always say to people, when you're in pain, you spill over onto others. And so many times we don't realize there's a ripple effect when you're not taking care of yourself and your mental health issues. Many times if you're negative, you're pessimistic, you're depressed, you're anxious, you're spilling over onto other people with symptoms and it, it, it kind of ripples effects. Like a lot of people end up feeding off that energy also get worried and stressed and don't feel good about themselves. And so I was told, you know, Maya Angelou said a beautiful quote of take charge of the energy in your space. It is important for you to surround yourself with people that are uplifting, that are positive, that are seeing the good over the bad, that are able to kind of help you try to be a better version of you instead of always depleting you or showing you that things are not working well or, or you know, being critical and, and, and negative in their judgment. Yeah, yeah, there's... Definitely ways that that you should go about, I believe, as someone who maybe you aren't going through what they're going through, talking mm -hmm. to them. W wouldn't you agree that, you know, just being that listening ear, but also talking, trying to talk to them on how to work through things? Yeah, the first step to treatment is awareness. It's important for us to be aware of our impact on others, but also others' impact on us. And if you see somebody in your circle that is negative or feeling a little bit stressed out about their life or burned out, right now a lot of people are going through burnout symptoms, it's important for us to take action. And sometimes the first step of action is speaking up and letting somebody have awareness that, hey, I've noticed this behavior of yours, you know, it doesn't sound like a healthy one. Should we work on like strategies to make it better? And maybe you need to get some help or maybe you need to talk to your family doctor to talk about things that are not working well that are making you feel this stressed out that you're always negative. You know, depression and anxiety is right now rampage. With the pandemic, a lot of people have had fear of uncertainty, self-doubt, not feeling good enough, big existential questions. What's the point of it all? And it's important for us to talk to one another and sometimes bring in perspective that amongst the chaos and the difficulties and the challenges, there's a lot of beauty and good and things that we're doing right too. Sometimes we just don't focus on what we're doing right. We're always looking on lack and what's not good enough. And why is it though, when people are struggling doctor with anxiety or depression, that they just keep it bottled up and they don't say anything? Is it because there is this stigma that if you, if you say that you're depressed or you have suicidal thoughts that you just want attention? Do you think that's why people keep their mouths shut? Well, what happens is if you broke your leg, you know, nobody's telling you to just keep hobbling and fake it. That pain and that 
not ability to walk makes it apparent that you need to go get help. Because mental health illnesses are on the inside, many of us try to feel that, is this about me being weak? Is this about me not being strong enough? And so we try to push through because people can't always notice it. And the truth is, you know, just like we tell a person with a broken leg to go get it checked out and fixed, you got to look at mental health issues the same way. If we start focusing on our mental health just as much as we focus on our physical health, the world will definitely be in a better place as we work on ourselves to be a better version of us. We also then are better for our family units, our workplaces, and our society as a whole. It is an individual journey. It's just we sometimes get caught up in that rat race of constantly doing and being and always feeling behind in life. And I think it's about acquiring balance, but also looking at my symptoms and taking them seriously. You don't have to have a broken leg where you're in agonizing pain. Your mental health issues are causing you pain, too. Yeah, yeah, they... I can see that, you know, firsthand. I've gone through my own stuff, and I have friends and family who, you know, they've spoke to me. Thankfully, um, they were able to speak out, but we all know someone who they're suffering internally. I mean, maybe they don't want to be judged by their friends, their family, or whatever, and they're they're going about their, their everyday lives. How important is it to make sure that you're treating um, your anxiety? It's very important because anxiety is about self-doubt. And again, if you're living your life always doubting your ability and not feeling good and being afraid of the world you live in, that's a scary place to be. You know, I always tell people, other people's opinion of you is none of your business. It's about your opinion of yourself that matters. We need to start learning to parenting ourselves better. Be kinder to us, compassionate to ourselves. Try to be good parents to ourselves so that we can be healthier, happier, grow in an ability so that we're not only growing individually, but we're growing amongst our family units and our friend circles, and we're being good influences at our workplaces. It's important for each and every one of us to realize that, you know, don't give from your well, give from your overflow. Take care of you before you take care of others. Take care, taking care of you is about mental health, is about you working on your self-esteem, is about working on things you don't like about yourself. A patient I just finished seeing was talking about how You know, she wonders if the person she's dating right now will stay with her because there's all these things about herself she doesn't like. I said, well, he's still dating you because he likes you. The reason why you feel less than is you're not proud of yourself. So let's work on you being proud of the woman that you are. As you're happier with you, you won't feel insecure that somebody's going to walk away from some of the things you don't like about yourself. It's not about people's judgment of us. It's about our judgment of ourselves. And that's what mental health is about. I need to matter to myself to put myself first and take care of me. If you don't put yourself in the equation of your life, what's the point of it all? It is your life to live. We need to be a healthier version of ourselves to show up so we can do things right and we can enjoy things with full joy and gratitude. Yeah, doctor, you make some great points here, and and I appreciate you uh, taking the time. Before we do go here, uh, I I want you to uh, talk about how traumas can play a role in someone's mental health? So trauma is a big one because, again, trauma is where you or somebody close to you has been in a near-death, life-threatening situation, post-traumatic stress disorder, where then day-to-day triggers take you back to that trauma. And there's different layers of trauma, according to my experience with working with people. I specialize with mood, anxiety, and trauma. And 
people have different layers of trauma. It could be bullying. It could be childhood abuse. It could be a traumatic event at work. It could be, you know, a mugging or a natural disaster. The pandemic had losses and grieving sudden deaths that were like traumas. It is important for us to realize that traumas are like emotional debris, emotional memory that get lodged in our system. And then day-to-day triggers take you back to those memories of feeling afraid, not capable. So many times when we have trauma affecting us, we have anxiety, we have depression, we have also symptoms of day-to-day nightmares and flashbacks that take us back to events that are troublesome. If we don't process our events to remove what we have personalized, you constantly relive it and you constantly are bothered by them, by symptoms. So it's important for people with traumas to start recognizing that I need to process pain I carry. I need to process what I hold on to that isn't really necessary for me to hold on to. Some of these traumas have happened in the past. Here and now I am safe, but I don't feel safe. So working with a professional to help you regain your confidence, regain your safety, and also establish a sense of reality in here and now is important. Traumas have a huge impact on us, and there's layers of trauma. It doesn't have to be you know, post-traumatic stress disorder, we have traumas that can be from being neglected as a child, from not feeling bullied, not feeling good enough, from a failure from school or, or being fired at a job. It is important for us to recognize that if something significantly impacts your emotional health and it keeps coming up in your head and you ruminate and think about it over and over, it is important for you to talk to someone to work through it and process your pain so that you can be free of your past and live in the here and now and manifest a better future for yourself tomorrow. Yes, yes. I I 100% agree with with everything you just touched base on there, doctor. Dr. Monica Vermani, we appreciate you taking the time to come on. And uh, I understand you have a new book that uh, just came out. What's the name of it and where can our listeners uh, go to check it out at? I have a book called A Deeper Wellness that helps people work through stress, trauma, mood, and anxiety. It's a workbook as well as a book, and you can get it on Amazon. You can also go on to my website, drmonicavermani.com, and there's links there that take you straight to Amazon to purchase it. It's available in audio um, as well as a hardcover, and uh, it's, a, it's a good book to start taking charge. It's some of the tools that I give patients every day to work through stress and anxiety, and I've put it in a, a resource. For people who don't have access to therapy or don't have the time, it is important for us to take charge in today's times to make ourselves live a better life. You deserve it for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm definitely going to get my hands on one of those books, doctor. I appreciate you taking the time on this Wednesday morning. Thank you very much for having me.